Like vegan, avoid the beefing. Hatred devoid of reason. Tune on the mind, I run my routes and just ignore the defense. Heathen, but morals decent. Peasant with royal features. Never stray from the script, I stick as if my soul adhesive. Intelligence does heaven sense, but I can show you demons. My views increasing, they watching hopes to explore the weakness. I keep my mind on my kingdom, although I know they reaching. If I decided it's time to eat, you get torn to pieces. I got my reason for not believing in your allegiance. Then moral swap for a dollar chop, I'm the core to pieces. Head on a swivel, I never claim to know everything. Cause life is always testing, so I'm betting it has more to teach us. And we yeah. are live. Yeah, boy. <laughs> What's good, people? We are the Humble Loser Podcast. I am your, I mean, we are your host. I was about to say, I am your, I am host. your host. I'm letting that David Ruffin yeah, come out. Right. The, 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 Ruffin, <laughs> the Ruffin has been showing its face. <laughs> we are your host, BB Hendricks. Jay Thurston. Yeah, for sure. about to just take over. Just so I, am, I am your host. David Ruffin in the Temptations. Right. <laughs> Before we get deep into anything, I just want to remind everybody to like, comment, subscribe to everything. Uh, make sure you hit on YouTube. Hit that little bell so you yeah. know when this pops up so yeah. you don't gotta wait to be alerted elsewhere yeah money doesn't matter but it does <laughs> exactly. the engagement does matter we exactly. appreciate it we love all the love and everybody's been yeah i was about us. to say shouts out to the love that we've yeah. been getting just let's keep it moving forward yeah uh, yeah definitely so what are we diving into first uh yeah all right, well, I got I got a whole list of things. A whole list of things. Actually, you know what? How are you doing first and foremost before we start talking about this this the shenanigans Aww. and uh, um, uh, honestly, yeah, no, nah, it's been it's just been a tumultuous week. I had a had a an injury, uh, oh, just man. a you know like triple double. Yeah, yeah, carrying the carrying the weight of the team, team carrying <laughs> the team, and yeah, overextended myself, yeah. and and now I got to sit down. And and take my lumps, so I'm recovering. But we're we're great. definitely in the age of like, industry. I mean, injuries and and mm-hmm. knowing our having having to know our uh, our limits, our limits. And yes, not pushing past those limits. It'll definitely. humble you when you got to sit down. Oh yeah, definitely. It humbles you. Like oh, you. <laughs> let me. Well, let me get back to my homework. I gotta start using my brain more. We're buying ergonomic furniture and shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't want to just. Yeah, you can't just do anything. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, but other than that, and it's just been a. Um What's good, people? Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. We're back. But Fix we stumbled upon some real shit. Uh-oh. You know, after, Uh-oh. you know, fuck all this, your back hurt shit. God. That's coming from this guy <laughs> over here, his old ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. We don't care Let about all that shit. new generation get their chance. Exactly. <laughs> Take you an ibuprofen and shut the you. hell up. <laughs> Take you an 800 milligram sit your old ass down. <laughs> But yeah, we definitely was, we stumbled upon something real, and I wanted to bring bring it up while we were recording, and it was how we um, we kind of subscribe to this color colorism thing, yeah, and we don't even know about it. Like, um, I was talking to a young lady, and I said, "Oh, so and so because you're you're light skinned or whatever, you know," and I was just describing her, and she was like, "Well, I never knew I was light skinned." Where I never called myself light skinned, and yeah. it just brought to you know my attention, just being raised up, you know, 
why did we even differentiate ourselves exactly. like that? What who what put who put that in our minds to be like, hey, so and so is darker than me, so and so is lighter than me, whenever all of us are all black. And I wonder who why are we even still perpetuating, even whenever we hear it like in songs, like we heard in that pop pop smoke song, even though they're they they're, uh, he's describing his preference or whatever when he says, I like like my B words, light skin, yellow bone, yep. whatever. Like yeah. Who can, comes up with this? Which seems to be the, the more popular preference. Yeah. Is, yeah, light skin is... I mean, but we like we all know, like, this is all just stuff implanted in us. It's just... That's how oppression... That's how you implant it in people. And we, we perpetuate it. We're not... We're, we're living in an age now where you see it more uh, visibly perpetuated by us. Yeah. yeah like, definitely. the ways that it's perpetuated by by other people in other positions is more behind the scenes. It's more, it's more systemic. Yeah. It's more, but that, that level of discrimination, we perpetuate that more than anybody else with amongst ourselves. We're definitely. like, definitely whenever I see like the TikTok jokes, whenever like, like a light skinned dude, um, dribbles like this yeah. or or like you know dark skinned dude plays basketball like this like we see these type of jokes all the time mm -hmm. where it's like okay the light skinned dude is soft, soft. yeah you're and then the dark skinned dude is like rough and rugged or whatever yeah. and as a dark skinned dude I'm like no it's quite the opposite I like to get my nails manicured <laughs> right and uh I, I don't like these rough activities. Yeah. You know so yeah. I don't know what the you know yeah, it's, it's so you have these stereotypes that are that are being perpetuated by us for so long and it's crazy in 2021 about to be 2022 that we still have these type of jokes and i'm wondering you know when does it end where does it end yeah yeah no, it's that's uh it, I, w I will say though uh, there is a guilty you know like like in in snaps because you know black people we, yeah yeah, we yeah snap on each other all the time and you you capping and like sometimes there's a guilty like you, know, you so funny. dark yeah you, so, you know like sometimes <laughs> you MD, like I the I, someone I seen someone say you you so you so black you gotta wear white gloves to eat chocolate and <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm just you know like this is fucking racist <laughs> that was just I don't want to find that funny but goddamn. <laughs> you ain't well, shit. We gotta do better than yeah, that. We do gotta do better. Stop putting the energy towards these uh, these hilarious, awful jokes. But it posed the question because um, I don't, I don't know. I want to say your government name on, on the pod, but our, our one of our uh, one of our producers behind the scenes said that it's different for women. It's different for women whenever we had grown up hearing that light skin was the preference. And I want to know, like, who put that in our head? Ooh, like, oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, moderator. Moderator. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who put that in our heads to think that, like, honestly, I never, it never happened. It never dawned on me. Maybe because I was, I, my parents did a really good job of keeping me, um, keeping me ignorant so yeah. i never thought that um i never thought i was ugly growing i mean lord jesus i never thought that my skin color was ugly because i was darker growing up. yeah like i knew i was just black you yeah. know i was just black you know ain't nobody was like and i think that you know shout out to my parents for doing that yeah it's a good job yeah it's, they did a good job i didn't really understand none of this light skin dark skin stuff until maybe like 
high school, middle school. Yeah. I mean, when you're super, super young, a lot of times it doesn't, you're not even, yeah. you know, but, but it, it's kind of like, I believed I can play basketball until I got to about like high school. And yeah. then I realized, okay, you're five, eight, five, nine. Yeah. It's not good. You're it's not, not going to the NBA, it's bro. It's not in your cards. You're not yeah, Nate yeah. Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, but I, I don't know. I think that like me personally looking back, yeah. I can see how I was affected by it. Yeah. Like all of my, like when I was growing up. Uh, all my crushes, you know, your TV show girl crushes, Tian Tamara mm-hmm. uh, was, uh, come on, um, Lisa Bonet was, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it was all fair, more fair skinned uh, women. And it, it's, it's deeply rooted in us. Like for a black man, uh, a lot of us seek lighter skin or just yeah. women outside of our, because it's like it's it's the same statement as the Gucci belt that we have, you know, shown in front of a status a symbol, status thing, because the world tells you 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 can't have these things. You're less than these things. You can't attain these things that just automatically places a higher value on mm. fairer skin and even a higher value on something that isn't black at all. Oh, so it's boy. like, yeah, you know, that we we can promenade that we can put that on our arm and be proud at the, uh, of that and know that people other black men envy what we have because you know mm-hmm. and i like looking back as I, I i didn't realize until i got older how i was affected by that colorism thing because i yeah, all of my young like hillary i yeah. i thought hillary on fresh prince was just the and she is a beautiful, she's woman. A beautiful woman she's beautiful yeah. but it was like and now that i think back it's like it almost was a requirement subliminally in my head that light skin was was just the requirement of of beauty i like yeah that's a trip not to say that i, I never found anyone with darker skin to be a trap but it was just like it was like a baseline thing and if you were of darker of a darker shade and you were attractive you were uh an outlier yeah you were, you were like uh oh damn my bad skip me you know what you know what i'm trying to say like, look, it's been a long night for your boy it's a, a long, but you were um you are basically not the the um you're not the the, the norm yeah like it was yeah. like oh dang you were pretty like i hate saying this you were pretty for a dark-skinned girl oh, like yeah. you heard that you heard that come right from a lot of men back in the day not hope not hopefully not now if you see a dude say that now just slap him but you know what yeah but, i know yeah, real, real, but, but, we're too we know too much now to be yeah but people still and honestly i think that uh as you brought up that it was said by our lovely behind the scenes producer uh, producer um that it's different for men and women i i don't think it is i think that maybe it presents itself in in different ways because i've been told i'm a lot i'm surprisingly a lot of things as a black person mm-hmm. like you're oh you're like insinuating that i'm more intelligent than Mm. i would be perceived to be from you know a glance or insinuating that i'm uh more polite or um just like more mature or like those things it's insane i think it's all yeah and that's because i mean i hate to say it i feel like it's because of your your the color of your skin yeah because you're more close to Caucasian or they perceive to be more close to Caucasian. Obviously you're not, you're black. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But because it's 
the I feel like it's social engineering. Just yeah. like even whenever you said you were seeing light more fair skin, lighter skin girls on on television. Yeah. So that wasn't that wasn't you. That was you just seeing what the what um society or the television industry was saying was beautiful for a black woman. Yeah. You feel me? Exactly. And I don't know. It, it was kind of. I mean, I'm. I, I also had a crush on Lisa Bonet. She was a beautiful Champ, woman. Yeah. And Hillary, she was beautiful too. But then I would look at Ashley. You know, Ashley. I look at the little sister. I'm like, yeah. damn, she's banging. She is beautiful. You yeah. know, her skin is beautiful, and all this type of stuff at a very, very young age because these were the women that looked like my sisters. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I ain't guilty of. Uh, well, no, I'm not. I, I really ain't never been like, oh, I'm gonna get with her because she's light because she likes. I've always looked at it like, okay, you know, they're she's black. I'm yeah. black more so like. If anything, I, oh man, I'm revealing myself. I might be on the other side of the spectrum where it's like, you might be low key racist, like where where your parents, <laughs> where your parents kind of been like, kind of preach pro blackness to a point where you're like, mm, don't look at you know where Nothing they look, that. they looked at anything else like, oh they're ugly because they're not black. So that, and that's the extreme of it. Yeah, yeah. It's like I find that that's. And it's super, yeah. It's super common now. You see that, and it's like I, I don't know. I personally view it as a, it, again, an overcorrection. Yeah, it because is because it's like it, it and it, I understand where it originates, but mm. it does it. It does just preach the opposite version of exclusivity. Yeah, exclusivity. Go ahead and get it. I can speak. English yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, you're just sitting next to the master of fucking up big words. <laughs> so it's, it's like a re. It's just yeah. a re-aiming of of that. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm just. I only see you know black people as attractive, or I only see them. At, uh, I only see basically this demographic as viable for yeah. partnership. Like, it's 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 toxic in its own way. Yeah, not not even just seeing they're viable as partners, just not looking at human beings and seeing that, okay, there's other beautiful human beings exactly. other than my own. And that's something that I feel like was pressed in a lot of people. Okay, I love my city. Uh, it's a lot of people from Oakland. We get militant like a mug, you oh, feel me? We man. are the fist up. We are. The <laughs> we, we So I think that was the overcorrection for, like, my, my grandparents and, and my mom. I mean, you know, not just my mama, but my mom and a lot of people in my family were like, black is everything. Black yeah, is beautiful. Yeah. Black is there. And I'm not saying that it's not, but to sit there and be like, uh, you know, we have these jokes like, you know, white people, they age like spoiled milk. And, you know, they, they you know, we'd say yeah. crazy shit like that. But, and then it just took me into my older years and be like, nah, there's more beautiful people and people are beautiful of in their own way of all colors. And, ah. you know, it's not getting into the super supremacist, supremacist like mindset. Tough yeah. Coming from Oakland. Yeah. Not to get into the super supremacist like mindset whenever it came to looking at other races. Yeah. No, yeah. Especially coming up out here because yeah. it's like that. It's not reverse racism, first and foremost. No, no, let's, no, 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 Let's no, no, destroy no, no. that because yeah, racism no, is a whole systemic. It's an institution yeah. of error levels to racism. Yeah. But it's like rever It's like another form of discrimination. Yeah, for and sure. It's like in Oak coming out of Oak, like like you said, yeah. it's militant. I like yeah. it, you might get. It's like, brother, I noticed you went for that yellow cake and passed up on the chocolate. <laughs> 
when you. It's, like you it's funny because it's true. It is true. It is true. It's oh man, it is true. I feel and I feel sorry for my my bros that you know they might have a woman that is not African American or you know or not of African descent and she's maybe Hispanic or she may be Caucasian and. He's trying to take her into these, you know, some of these urban space. And they're like, look, they're, they're, you know, they're taken aback, you judged. know, and, and they're, yeah, they're judged. Yeah. And there's some people who will come out flat out, say it like, hey, you know, all these beautiful black women here. That's what you chose. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some bold ass people like that. And yep. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's wild. It's wild. It's definitely, it's, <laughs> it's definitely, definitely wild. And I, I, it just, it's just crazy because I still see it. A lot of this stuff perpetuated on a on a, a grand scale where we um, where we can sit here and we'll say uh, you know light skin is the choice, dark skin is you know some people still feel that way you know yeah and it's something that I don't know we kind of stumbled across and we can kind of dip out of it yeah and yeah that's that's a deep it's a, a lot to unpack a, oh yeah so many levels to that discussion. so so many levels but it's definitely Willie Lynch's. Lynch. Oh yeah, Lynch. Some, Whoa, some please, people. If you if you follow this podcast or if you just want to enlighten yourself, like look up what the Willie Lynch letters were. If you yeah. have not, take an Afram class. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I thought I knew things. You know, coming out of high school, and then one yeah. of the first college courses I took was African American studies. Yeah, and I wasn't even like I. It was just like a one of the required things or what. Oh my goodness. Cause I had a teacher that really was in it. Yeah, she was woke. Yeah, and I like the things that I learned and the thing like whoa, yeah, whoa, it's deeper than you think. So yeah, yeah. it's way deeper. Even like yourself. whenever you're talking about, um, you know, seeing Lisa Bonet on the on the screen and all that stuff, it's like it's all like social construction. And, yeah, the cognitive and, dissonance yeah. that we as black people experience in this world. Yeah. Oh, do your research, and we and we're still trying to recover it, and 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 people are still trying to reclaim ide- their identity. And work, exactly, work it out, and it's crazy. Exactly, it is wild. It's wild. Enough of that education yeah. stuff. Let's get and into take some goofy off. Oh yeah, take it off. Yeah, take it off. Put it to the side. No, might, might put it back on later on. My brother, my brother, that lemon cake. <laughs> <laughs> some bean pies, my brother. Have you have you have you read the last call, my brother? <laughs> Yeah, nice. let me stop before because they move, they move. Yeah, you yeah, got to get us yeah, on. Much respect to they're the nation, to, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen them move. shut yeah, shit they, down. They'll move. Um, yeah, so I I do think that that's a good transition point. Yeah, uh, as you were talking about uh, the difference in perceptions for men and women mm-hmm. in that for that topic, uh, another one that's been been very popular lately is the infidelity thing. I, I say I say that because there's like this meme with this girl. It's, this girl's like a porn star. She's yeah. and it's like in a compromising position. <laughs> and uh, it's pretty much saying before you forgive her for cheating, remember that that other dude had her face down, like ass this. up. Yeah. yeah. Script, this is for the listeners who may be visually impaired. They had, he had her face down, <laughs> ass up. So think twice before you forgive her. Yeah. That's basically what that's it's what saying. the it's post like, is saying. They had her face down, ass up, screaming Tyrone's Scream. name. Yeah don't, say, yeah. don't don't think before you forgive her. And is there so in basically, your opinion, in your uh, experienced opinion, experienced? Stop. <laughs> look at this bullshit. <laughs> 
is there a difference between uh, men and women with how infidelity is perceived? How, how it hits. How it hits, how it's received. Yeah. Right? Oh, my God. I think, okay, so... Women are gonna take a I, well. Let me, I'm a t- carefully tip the tiptoe through this minefield. Oh yeah. Okay. Damage so control. So, <laughs> in my opinion, in my personal experience, and I think socially, whenever a man gets cheated on, it's looked at way different. It's it's looked it's looked down upon so much to the point that men don't even share it. Men won't share. Mm-hmm. There's so many men that have gotten cheated on badly. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about badly, mm-hmm. like. Like some funny, like some funny like shit. Some ultimate like, disrespect. Oh boy, yes. And they will not bring that hurt up because they don't want to be looked down upon as a man. Because whenever your woman cheats on you as a man, you're no longer considered a man yeah. because you're tied. Your your manhood is tied to satisfying that woman. That woman. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, and if she cheats, obviously it's your fault, and you were not able to satisfy you her. Weren't enough. You, you weren't know. enough. Your dick wasn't big enough. You you didn't have enough money. Your car wasn't. When you ever seen that meme was like my my car better, my clothes better. Yeah, like, yeah. Like <laughs> the he, dude, the he dude, was that dude. The dude, the dude that she was fucking other than you was. Her, his car was better. His clothes was better. His his his, his women looked better. His, yeah, his, you know, yeah. I fuck better. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's for a man. It yeah. does insinuate the society has made yeah. that insinuate your value if a woman steps out on you it is because you are lacking something in the way of leadership uh sexual prowess Mm -hmm. your uh your finances it there's a reason because it's insinuated that a woman does not cheat down okay exactly a woman does not cheat down she and and you know what i'm gonna say that lord jesus that is fact. I mean, it's low key facts. I mean, in her eyes, she didn't feel. She felt. She might have felt this person was better. Exactly. She, yeah. she might have felt and this person was better to to. Um, she might have felt this person was better to to lead. She might have mm-hmm. fe- felt more secure with this person. She might have felt more safe. She might have felt like this man had more financial means or uh, more um, resources. Mm-hmm. But the, the thing about it that really sets it apart whenever a man gets cheated on and a woman gets cheated on is that to me if a woman gets cheated on no matter and i'm not saying i'm not negating her pain or anything that she goes through and all the trauma because it does hurt is that she's going to receive immediate sympathy yeah nobody's going to be like oh that's your fault girl you should have you do you didn't arch your back enough you didn't bust it open enough you 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 didn't cook you didn't clean nobody's going to come to them and say that they're going to be like oh really that man didn't know what the hell he was missing out on. Girl, yeah. come on, let me let me heal your heart. There's a whole ass R and B songs about it. <laughs> there is no R and B songs about hey, that woman cheated on you, player. It's, let me come love you and rebuild you up again and make you whole. There's nothing. It's like the opposite that. for it, for men. It's the it, it's the dudes it. that's bragging about taking your girl. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. had your girl doing this and that. Oh, uh, yeah, like, you're, you're yeah, like we over there that. dancing to it. We getting yeah, good. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just took your girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? We in the club going down to it. And shit. We Until you going through it. Then it's yeah, like, then turn this hold on. <laughs> these, these lyrics seem oddly <laughs> specific. What are you talking about? You came yeah. to my house. It hit different. Yeah. When it, <laughs> I was driving your car. <laughs> With your bitch. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Oh, damn. 
Oh, yeah, like it was weirdly specific. Like, yeah, no, that's and it's uh, there's the for men, there's the you know, the insinuation that men are like, like, we're men are dogs, men, can't, yeah, you know, like, and yeah. there are exceptions, obviously, but it's like it's insinuated that when a man cheats, uh, he's just doing what is genetically programmed mm-hmm. into him yeah. and not to say that it's acceptable or but like the world even other yeah. women are gonna look at it like like you know like it, even if you move he's on man or whatever being a man. he's a man being a man mm-hmm. essentially like this is a not not necessarily even like just saying it's nothing but in the end it's never gonna affect the value of the woman it's never gonna be looked at like that woman like when a man cheats the woman isn't like called in the question like yeah like oh what was she doing what was yeah. it it's just like oh that man he doesn't know how to commit or that yeah. he's, he's 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 being a dog he's being the man. but her value is when a man gets cheated on people look at you as less of a man and that's why you said it, it, people even, hide it even whenever a woman gets cheated on like it's in society they'll tell them like hey don't ruin don't ruin a, a good relationship because a little cheating girl yeah, like yeah. you can still yeah. stay y'all can work through it that's just him you know they yeah. got to get through he got to get those things out you know he got probably going he got to fuck 10 women he, he got to fuck 10 women at the same time <laughs> you know just that's just him becoming a man girl He's don't worry about a man. yeah that's how it is oh. that is definitely like that it's Men are for allowed sure. to become a man until they're like 40 years old yeah like they're still many, figuring it out he's still 52 you just give that let that man become a man like yeah, well, you can't for you can't <laughs> rush it sweetheart you can't, <laughs> can't rush it <laughs> you can't rush it yeah, yeah exactly that's the that is the difference and to me um Men, they'll go through that hurt and they will not say nothing. They oh, will yeah. not internalize say nothing. that. Women, it's on Facebook yeah. the same day. So just to it's let you know, same. all y'all that that was asking where I've been, I my my dude cheated and this and this and that. <laughs> I'm over there with popcorn. Whoa, like, this whoa, nigga ain't there it goes. shit. Yep. There this it goes. nigga is not shit. God damn, he did what with your cousin yeah. and your sister and your best friend too. Damn, right? No, it it definitely. And you gonna is. take him back? Yeah, yeah. Get <laughs> back with that nigga too. It it, it it definitely is easier to share um, for a woman like a man will internal. I've seen men pretend it didn't happen. Yeah, and I, this is not to make fun of it. Like I'm just I understand it because of, of the. How you're perceived, like if someone's able to come into what, as a man, you're the yeah. protector, you're the leader of your household, all those little tropes that are, you know, toxic until you, you know, want to be with somebody and you want those things in your household. Those those same tropes work against you yeah. because it's like you let someone just come and take that from you. Like, yeah. Like they did like a Capital Capital yeah. One commercial just came and raided yeah, just- into your house and took your girl over their shoulder and... It's a sign of weakness. Yeah, that's what they look at it like that. But the cold part about it, which is so triggering and which is so crazy about being a man, is that you could be a, a whole ass provider. Yeah. You can be paying for everything. You can be doing everything that you need to be doing. And maybe something happens with a, 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 a human being. I'm not yeah. going to say a woman. A human being where mm-hmm. they just don't feel the same way about you anymore. Exactly. And they decide to fuck somebody else. Yeah. And then that's on you. Hold the fuck on. 
I can be a whole ass millionaire yeah. and just because I haven't been dedicating time or maybe I've been misstepping or, or maybe the person apart. just grows apart exactly. or just maybe the motherfucker is a nympho and just wanted some dick somewhere else. Yeah. You feel right. Me? Then that's on that's you. That's on you. Yeah, that's you crazy. Must not have been doing it right. Yeah, you must not have been doing. It. You you can't keep that. You can't keep her at home. Right. What's wrong with you? It's, like, yeah, come on no. now. It's a it's a clear difference. But I, you know, I think that there are truths in that uh, in the perception of it from both angles. Yeah. yeah, I think that men and women can learn from each other by listening to those truths. Yeah. Like how do how does a woman themselves perceive? Uh, being cheated on and how they're how they're perceived past that point or how they, I it's probably going to be a different angle than how we see it. Yeah, it, it, it's their truth. So, um, but from a man's point of view, what we see is that as a man, it like that's why men. Some of these men they go so far as to oh, I don't want you working. I take care of all that. They're like the men that do that. They're afraid. They know how workplaces are. Oh yeah, you know, they know. know the work friend. They know. I feel a transition coming. All up. the, all the, all the affairs and stuff. Most of the time, that happens from work friends and shit, like work oh, relationships. <laughs> so like it, it's such a big deal that men will literally work doubles and break their back just yeah. to keep their woman at home sometimes because it's like, oh no, if she step out. Then I'm a failure. So you th- so you think some of some part of it of a man like wanting to be the sole provider is a, a actually insecurity in 2021. Yeah, probably 90 percent of the time that's insecurity and insecurity is uh-huh. it exists. I I hate that. Oh, it does exist. I hate that people like banish it like like there's this whole idea that you can't ever be insecure. Yeah, as no. a person. Something's going to make you insecure. Yeah. Just it, how you communicate it. It comes and goes. You, it it's not and, It's not like, see, I hate when people try to say, and not to cut you off, because I know you're in the middle of the point. No. I hate when people say it like it's something that it's a part of you. Like it's a character trait. Yeah. Like no, it's like you're just an insecure so, person. Yeah. Like you're insecure. No, some things boost your antenna. There. Yeah. You it's like, like, I can be, I, I mean, I'm a confident person yeah. and there's some things I walk around and I'm like, Hey, Hey, yeah. that doesn't look That's right. not okay. I'm no, not no, no. <laughs> and the, the key though is it's like, it doesn't make you an insecure person, yeah. but that insecurity, you have to communicate it and draw clear boundaries. There was That's a, what the key there is. There was a variance in the, in the matrix. Yeah. I saw that cat twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a disturbance in the matrix. Did you yo. just say deja vu? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a disturbance. <laughs> That's what it was, but yeah, no, uh, I that's a that was a that was a inadvertent like I wasn't even intending to transition. Oh into yeah, yeah. This, oh, you're so good at but it. But it yeah. just you know it's coming natural. I'm you know yeah, yeah. I, I'm getting good at it. Definitely, uh, definitely. So yeah, what we're gonna bring up then is uh, the appropriateness in a relationship of uh, friends of the opposite gender. Mm. is that appropriate is that you know like because and here's my take on it because a lot of people just say it's blatant it's just black black and white inappropriate Mm -hmm. my thing is this there are different like lines that you know there's there's different there's different uh levels of a friend now, if you have a, if you're with a lady and she has a male friend that she's allowing 
to pass lines of intimacy, to, mm. to be her shoulder to cry on, to as a man, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be real. Every woman, you got you got yourself a good man at home at some point in his life. He he likely was a wolf. Yeah, off, off top, his teeth might be dull now. He might yeah. be domesticated now, but he likely was a wolf, and he hunted like a wolf when he yeah. was a wolf. And when he sees wolves. Circling around his household, yeah. he recognizes how they hunt. Yep, exactly. And if you're if if a man is noticing these things and pointing them out, and here's here's the big thing for me, if you're if you're w- willing to take that in and make adjustments, there is no problem having yeah. a, a friend of the opposite sex. But here's where the issue comes in, is when the the uh, the label of insecurity gets thrown. You're insecure because mm. of this, and now I'm gonna combat you. I'm combative because you're coming between me yeah. and my friend, and no adjustments willing to be made, no compromise, no. It's just instantly you're insecure. I think that, that that's this is the oldest argument in the book right here. It's like to me, it's so many layers you have to break down. One, um, man. You got to look at it like when you come on, um, you know, how long has the person been around? If it's like new, like a new person, then it's like they got to respect the hierarchy. That's yeah. my that's my main go to is Off like top. if I'm your man, then I'm here. Yeah. Friends here. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's how that's how it works. I mean, real friends, real, women who have friends, they already know, like as a man who has female friends, you already know if you're taking a step back. You're not go, You're not trying to overstep boundaries. You're not trying to make it look a certain way. Like, I, I think as a man, I go over and above um, with my female friends to make their dudes feel comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'd be like, you know, I'm not hitting you at a certain part, t- time at night. Right. I'm not... Um, Hanging out by by ourselves. With yeah, each yeah. Other I'm not. I'm not doing. I'm not doing certain. I'm not doing certain shit where I know it can look look a certain way. Yeah. Now, I have to say this: that people kind of. Um, I'm not saying insecure, but people kind of have to learn how to be okay with certain stuff. Yeah, most definitely. Cer- with certain stuff, like sometimes I'm I'm guilty of this. Sometimes you you, you can let your mind run and and do stuff, but. In some cases, you know the wolves. Yeah, you know oh, the you know, you, you know who you the know wolves who are, is, yeah. who the wolves are, and who are just playing roles or whatever, and we can point them out easily. Like waiting, like like if you know you've seen you've seen the person. I think what drives me crazy is that a woman will know that this person likes them. And then they'll be like, oh, no, it's cool. I'm, you know, I, I control the boundaries. Yeah. Which sometimes and sometimes they do. But still, that does not negate the fact that that person looks at you in a sexual manner. Yeah. I can't be like, hey, this girl, she 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 likes me, but I'm keeping her at bay or whatever. No, because there's going to be a moment of weakness. Maybe yeah. me and you fall out yeah. or something like that happens. And this person is around and they're now they want to be 
they either want to um they, listen or they want to they're they're they, opportunists. They're opportunists yeah. cuz they been with like they're been waiting. people think that you think that just saying oh when someone confesses or makes shoots their shot and you turn them down and then you decide mm. to be friends that that just negates the fact that they actually still want that from you. They people can lie and wait for years. If yeah. they want if something is a big enough prize for them they can lie and wait for years for that opportunity. And we're all human. The right opportunities and yeah. the best of us can can be compromised. That's why I kind of turn a side eye on the, oh, we were friends for years and then we um then we got together. Then we got together. No, yeah. you really liked the person and then you just waited for shit to pop off in your favor. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, if that you that's the long game that you're playing. But just respect that there's people out here that know that move. Yeah. That we, move is the oldest move in the book. Everyone knows. And the women say that, uh, the women who say, oh, no, I that, that, that would be cracking me up. And this is probably going to take the conversation in another direction. Or, well, maybe it won't. It'll stay here. Is that there'll be ladies who will say, oh, I hate the guys who pretend to be my friend to try to get in my draws. Why does the move work so good? Yeah. It works perfectly. It's yeah. it, it's it's still around for yeah. a reason. Like like I said, you don't get rid of nothing that yeah. doesn't you if if it didn't work, motherfuckers would stop doing it. And I think that people play ignorant. I think a lot of yeah. a, a lot of women uh, and men too play ignorant to mm. this like, oh, they wouldn't. That's that's just my friend. That's a, like but the, but you really know you're playing ignorant. You know what it is. Like yeah. be real. If you offer, like as a woman, you got these male friends. If you offer them sex, are they going to turn it down? No. Are they going to say? 100% not. <laughs> We're just friends. It's not happening. Like, you know who is going to take you up on that offer. Like, and that person yeah. is, that's a that's a person that has to be kept at a distance. I'm not saying that they have to be excommunicated out of your life, but they have to, there are certain bounds. You put up boundaries, yeah. Because realistically, you can't make your partner into a villain for feeling insecurity. You need to, like, as a partner, you're supposed to be coming together to alleviate insecurities, yeah. not not Reach. making someone a, vi a villain. Like, you're insecure, you're trying to change me, or, or ta yeah. that's been my friend since, you know, whatever, the 10th grade, or what. Yeah. You're, like, don't don't t make them into the opposition because they have an insecurity. That's not how relationships work because insecurities are going to happen on both sides. So you have, you're supposed to come together and try to alleviate those. Usually the long-term friends are, um, they move different. Like the long-term friends that y'all, you know, you know, for decades and in hell of years, they, yeah. they, they're not, they don't, you know, here and there, Y'all having conversations, you know, it's not like yeah that, that that don't bother me. The things that will bother me is the people that like, okay, you just met them, and then all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden, uh, yeah. I'm this best friend, or you know, like, oh, chill, chill out with Man, that. I'm the biggest skeptic of people. I don't trust the long term ones either. Oh my god, the yeah, long, that's something the, you might need to search. The long term, <laughs> I, I, not that I'm like, you know, you can't have them or not, like, but the long term ones, it's like for me. It's just, it's all about whether you're short term or long term, how you how you move in the friendship. Because like yeah. you said, oh, how you move in the friendship, yeah. That's what I'm looking at. I'm 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 being completely objective and and blocking yeah. out if you're new or you're old. How you move within the friendship because people have a motive. They move a certain way, mm. and it's very important though when you 
as as a man, as a woman, when you see how, because men can be naive too. Yeah. As a man, as a woman, when you see how a person outside of your relationship is moving, if when you bring that up, if you're combated on it, if if you yeah. get a fight before you get compromised, then then the red flags need to really come up. I think because either someone's naivety is going to potentially put things in jeopardy or or the insecurity cause is going to cause a, 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 a rift or, you know, that person is defending something that they know. But they just want to pretend that they don't know they're de- they're defending something. And that could be someone who's actually cheating on you. So. So, OK, for the for the guys out there. How do they even how do you even defend against the, against this without looking like the bad guy? Because I feel like this is the ultimate move, in my opinion. There is no I mean, as a guy who's I mean, I don't say I want to done it because I'm not I don't, that's a, I don't want to be like, OK, I waited the long game because I've never done that. But as a guy who's experienced it from the other end, where it's like, hey, you might be a little skeptic of, of these male friends. How do you combat that without looking like you're the insecure, insecure one and you're because in my opinion, from my and this is my advice, is like you damn near have to be like, fuck it. You know, if it happens, it happens. So if it doesn't, if it doesn't, it doesn't. That's what a lot of men, and I think that this is a mistake. I, I mostly see it from men. Where a lot of men, they they pretend, they 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 like uh, stifle those feelings. They pretend that they're not insecure because they feel like the insecure, like pointing it out is going to make it more prone to happen or it's going to make me look weak to my partner. And in reality, like this is what people have to practice within relationships is being a safe space to one another. Mm. If I can't come to you with my fears, my worries, my insecurities, my, if I can't come to you with those things, there's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem. And like so many issues would be solved if we had that open line. Everyone says open line of communication, but most people that say they they want an open line of communication, they really mean they want you to listen when they talk. Mm. They don't mean that mm. they want there to be a safe space for us to come together and get everything off of our chest, how we're worried, uh, what, you know, what's bothering us, what's making us insecure. The awkward conversations that are necessary to to take they have to take place for things to move forward when people don't want to you know be so for me as a man if you come to somebody i don't think you should come with a negative energy mm-hmm. and uh, an energy of accusation i think that you should come with your feelings like look i've noticed this i've noticed this these things they make me feel a little uneasy this makes me feel insecure this mm-hmm. ma- and a person's actions past that point will tell you everything. So, so what if she, okay, so role playing time. What if she says, you, you, you came out there with her feelings and then she's like, oh, no, you don't need a trip about so-and-so. Uh, man, that's just a friend, whatever. Mm. You just, you just, they, they totally just get it, totally just gaslit you. <laughs> yeah, you just got gaslit. And, and, and people, I, men get accused of gaslighting more than anybody. And men do gaslight people. But men get gaslit a lot. I've seen it. I've been on different angles of it. And, you know, you play again. Everyone's been a 
not everyone's been a wolf, but if you've ever been a wolf, it'll make you skeptical of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you like, become so jaded. Yeah, you become so jaded because you've been on the other side seen of the too many fence. angles. Yeah, 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 definitely. And so yeah, like it's, I, I just think that in this this situation, men look at it differently. I feel like I go over and above to not make my partner. Feel like I, you, as a man, I think men will go over and over and above to not make their their partner feel like. Well, I'm gonna say some men because I don't like generalizations, but make to make their partner not feel like there's competition, yeah. whether it's a female friend, like oh, if you're smart mm-hmm. and if and if you're if you have empathy, because flip the flip the tables, yeah, just golden rule, yeah, just don't want to you don't want to make her feel like. There's somebody else that may be uh, higher up on the totem pole than you. Nah. So even whenever it's like, and it's really hard, especially whenever you're in this type of industry where you like communicating with women all the time. Yeah. yeah. And like I've I've sat in, the, I've been like receiving a DM from a woman, and my partner being right there and yeah. like you know being on edge, like how should I answer yeah, this? You know, this like, is just a just this a is regular sh- conversation, right. but I still don't want her to think that something's going on between yeah. me and this person. It's it, I think it's just that I feel like men are a little bit more cognizant than women on that th- on that situation and having to suss out people's motives and stuff like that. Like I immediately as as a man. Oh my God, I don't want to say it's a man in a relationship, but as a man <laughs> dealing with somebody, it's like you gotta suss out shit. Like you gotta be like, ah, uh, yeah, this this could be a potential, this could be a potential uh, uh, a problem down the line. Even Let me though, just even get rid of it. Even if yeah. there's nothing, even if yeah. there's no way, shape, or form, it's just about like perception is everything. Yeah. So um See, but that's the thing. I think women don't look at it. They think they, 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 I mean, I don't say we're all women, but I think women don't look at it. They're like, one of the, the main things that I get told is that, why don't you believe me, not how it looks? Like, why do you care about how it may look that's, versus um, what I'm saying to you? That That is that is literally, like, that's emotional manipulation Cause, at its finest. Because, I mean, though the person might be telling the truth, there's things that don't lo- that don't look good. Yeah. To, you know, don't look good to society. Like, if I'm walking out of a strip club, I'm a married man walking out of a strip club yeah. with two strippers. I, I can't be like, hey, I was just going to go have chicken with them. Or you I know, just, I'm just going to go, you know. We're I just have to use the bathroom. Yeah. If, <laughs> if some things that just are not going to look good. If yeah. I... if. Oh my God! I had a I don't know. I don't want to say this on this. This is gonna be a bleep moment. No, 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 no. You know how I go. <laughs> <laughs> now you gotta say it. if if you are you. Oh no! Let me another yeah, different example. This different be, example. Nah, this no, must it's be a different hot Turning you to Di- Bill Cosby. Di- look exactly. <laughs> if I am at a party <laughs> and I have. The, the knockout juice in my hand uh-huh. and there's women knocked out. I uh-huh. can't be like, oh, it wasn't me. It wasn't me, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. It, it looks like you, bro. Yeah. You know, so to me, it's like I think a lot of women are not cognizant and what was the I forgot the word that you were saying that they are uh, sometimes are um empathetic. Not empathetic. They're um they play like there are um not smart enough to recognize, like, hey, this could look a, be- a terrible. Yeah. You know, this can look away yeah. if I'm sitting here doing this with this person. 
especially if you don't have any prior communication with your 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 significant other, with your boyfriend, yeah. with your you feel me? If you ain't got any prior prior clearance, you feel me? And you just gallivanting, and yeah. it look, you are opening yourself up to things for perception. Yeah. So why don't you and just get rid of it? Is everything? Yeah. So why don't you just get rid of it and just you know put it out there and like, hey, you know what? There's some things I can't do because it's gonna look a certain way. Golden rule. Yeah. Just do unto others what you would have, what you don't want done to yourself. Yeah. And in the end, it like I think that people play. They play, you know, different different levels of the golden rule. A yeah. lot of times, people will pretend that they'd be okay with certain things just to just to uh, so be they able to do it, yeah. what they're doing. And it's like, be if honest empathy in that way, you you're just gonna stay in line. Because as a man in a re- if you were in a relationship, would you feel comfortable taking a, a woman out to eat just by yourself? No. See, that's the thing I feel like, and even, and this could be a friend of, it could be somebody you consider a sister. It's just, it's not. And best believe you would probably get prior clearance before you even went. Like, before you even took that flight, you'd be like, hey, babe, check this out. So-and-so's coming in. We be having to lay a whole backstory. So-and-so is coming into town. She she was a friend of the family. I've known her 10 plus years. Here's her resume. Here's how she looks because I don't want you to think if she is gorgeous, I don't want you to think like, hey, hey, something else is popping off. You know, Here's her whole background description, and we're about to go have lunch. Mm-hmm. And maybe, just maybe, if you have a cool woman, if you're engaging with a cool woman, she'll be like, oh, no, no, don't even worry about it. I trust you. No, more, more times than not, she's going to be like, hey, hold on. This looks a certain this way. Looks a certain way. Yeah, it's not okay. That's when they hit you with the Drewski post, like, hold on, like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, yeah, no, it's not okay. And, yeah. and it's, yeah, as a as a person in a relationship on whatever level you you have to be mindful yeah of that because yeah it even conversations like i've 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 been i've been brought to the table about conversations i didn't have not even conversations just emojis you yeah. know how you can quick quick tap oh, emoji yeah, like yeah. the fire emoji the hard eye emoji like yeah. i've been brought to the these table are the, like, these right? are the defaults yeah they, like they shot me oh, one of the defaults. that's a little that that hard eye emoji looks like you were that's top four the, yeah like the hard you, eye they, let's stop the hard eyes is the top four of the the quick draw that's what pops yeah. up boom yeah it, but the thing about it is i've gotten the hard eye emojis from like my sister i've gotten the hard eye emojis yeah. from my cousin so right. i don't look at it like oh hey yeah. hard eye emoji i want to fuck you yeah. know hard eye emoji <laughs> i want to fire emoji i want to fuck like it's like some it got to the point where i was like okay let me just remove myself because this might look like Maybe the person even on the other end of the the emo- receiving the emojis might think that hey I want you yeah, or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. So it's like perception is everything. And is. Whenever we try to lie and say oh it's oh no that's not what it is you're oh, kind of tripping or a lot of people just yeah. don't want to. In the end, a lot of people don't yeah. want to acknowledge that when you're with somebody, there is the it's a new set of rules. It's a new set of rules. You yeah. they're their insecurities, their self-esteem, their they become a joint thing. Yeah. Not that their happiness and their it, it is all on you, but you do have an effect on those things. So yeah. you have to carry yourself in way and and as you learn, you make adjustments. It's not to say that mm. once you get into a relationship, you should just know all the but once things are communicated, 
you need to make the adjustments and yeah. not make those same, you know, errors that are because that's another thing. When things get communicated, if you don't make an adjustment, you do it again. Now it looks like you're intent. On the, oh yeah, you're on the clock. As yeah. soon as I tell you something, and it's, it's time, it's, it's this time for you to, it's time for you to change this. Yeah, you're on the clock. No, no, for real. Yeah. And I think I would put myself on the clock. Exactly, too. I was about to like, say it goes both ways. Yeah, you're on the clock as well. Like if they say say something to you that they that they dislike, and you you're on the clock to yeah. to not only acknowledge that thing, but to now um, change those actions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we can we can move on. move on. Uh, I got a few. Uh, let me see Drake's music. No, we don't uh, talk about Drizzy. We don't talk about Drizzy again. He's, I'm gonna feel like I'm gonna make people feel like I'm not a huge Drake fan, and I'm a huge Drake fan. I don't want people to think I, yeah. I'm just. We are huge Drake fans. I think Drake just needs uh, he needs a break. <laughs> um, there's uh, dating as a single father. Uh, I think we could, well, you know what, let's go Drake, because Drake is kind of like a segue. It's not even about his music. To me, it's more so about um, the music industry and about men maturing. Yeah. Because I feel like at this point in my life, I don't want to hear, some of Drake's music doesn't doesn't resonate with me, especially after this last album. I want to hear, like, grown man shit. You know, it's funny, as a Drake fan... We're just going to dive all the way in. Yeah. As a Drake fan, uh, any Drake fan is really probably going to tell you that Take Care and Nothing Was the Same yeah. are his biggest highlights of amongst really good yeah. music. Um, but I just, honestly, on his la- latest album, Certified Lover Boy, uh, I re-dove into it and I realized how similar it is to yeah. Take Care. It dawned on me that this is, it's not, it's not that the music has gotten worse or cheaper no. or I I'm I'm different and now yeah. I'm receiving it. It's not like when I received Take Care and I yeah. I actually could empathize with a lot of it and all that. Now it's like, you know, we're in our mid thirties and when you're talking about some of these things, it's like this is to appeal to a younger audience yeah. than, than I because I can't be out there like thinking like this and moving that way and you know like it's exactly and that's uh, you have pointed out that a lot of like tricks like peers have kind of went in a different direction yeah. where their their music has matured 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 along with you know them you can see that they've aged because the their subject matter yeah is you know j cole's making some i want to fold clothes with you and amazing and song like, i love that i love that song yeah very sweet song um and like it's just like as a drake fan it kind of forces you to look at and it, this is obviously what's successful yeah this is what and what's propagating what is drake responding to what what those those tropes because he's he's trying to appeal to a younger audience or is it kind of a little bit more vice versa where that's propagating those are the young malleable minds that are intaking that and kind of live in that lifestyle. And it's really coming from the top down, which is it? I think, I think it's a little bit of both. I think he's fully embraced. Like to me, Drake is Mr. Hip hop. He's every, all the hip hop stereotypes. Now he's like got all of the little infinity stone hip hop things. And he's now the Thanos of hip hop. Like he's Mr. Rap. Yeah. Not, I'm not even say hip hop, Mr. Rap. rap. Yeah, 
Mr. Rap music. Like, and I feel like he's, I don't know if it's been forced upon him by the label or, you know, or he's just using the formula of success and he's just now repeating it. Like a lot, a lot of greats do like they'll get a formula of what, what success is and they'll just keep on repeating and repeating it. Wash, rinse, repeat, wash, yeah. rinse, repeat. And, and then sacrifice their real life. Yeah. And I'm not saying that he's sacrificing his real life because, but I'm just looking at when I look at Kendrick, I look at Cole, I look at all these guys Big that Sean. that I can that I can relate. Even Big Sean, which yeah. is crazy. Big Sean, I felt was like super immature and stuff like that. And it's it, like it's always like everything is he, like he's you telling see us. The growth. Yeah, he's he's telling us I, I don't want ten baby mamas because that seems like a lot of work work for me. You yeah. know, that's crazy. Big yeah. Sean of all the people, the, the bad bitch connoisseur guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's crazy that he's displaying this type of growth, and we have Drake, who is arguably the most successful guy, Mister. You know, he. I, whenever I entered and became a Drake fan, he was like backpack drizzy. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. He was describing his feelings and, and feeling unappreciated, and now he's the guy. And I feel like the growth is not there. It's it's not there. And I feel like when I look at the music industry, how many guys are basically being are are basically not maturing mentally to to appeal to audience? Like, yeah. you know, why? How many guys are staying stagnant in their own mental and own personal life to because it's what's appealing yeah because what's appealing what, yeah i'm going into the strip club and staying there to, to seven in the morning or whatever yeah. or i'm trying to change a stripper's life because you know damn well drake you're not that that's not you're not that's not that cool anymore. yeah that's not cool your mama your mama's a substitute teacher she don't want that life for you you yeah. ain't never you're going to strip clubs trying to reform strippers and all this kind of wild shit, reform. Like, yeah, like stop this nonsense. The reform yeah. program, I. That's um. That's funny. It's honestly, honestly, I, I had a point. I had a point that I was gonna make. Oh, uh, with that be if for anyone who who thinks that that's not like an approach that would be taken to be more successful. That is, that's, that is the approach. That's the approach. Like talking about those things and kind of dumbing yourself down. I actually yeah. had actually like as an indie artist, you submit your music everywhere for people to, you know, uh, make report uh, articles about and all those kinds of things. I actually had someone tell me, I like the beat and the delivery, but the lyrics sound a little too conscious for my platform. Like, you know, that's a real thing. That's so, wild. so like, for Drake and Drake has this, he's got, you know, the pressure to stay at the very top and he, huge machine behind it. He's got, yeah. And yeah. It, 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 it's apparent. And so like, yeah, like that's, what's being put out there. Yeah. It's, it's so many, yes. I mean, it's just so many cats that are, that are like it. it when you look at it, that when you look at rap music as a whole, it's like all these guys are in a, a perpetual state of adolescence. Yeah. Yeah, where they they can't grow up. They gotta stay the same. Yeah, they gotta talk about weird. lean, the weed, women. And yeah, if they talk about growth, it's only like a one-off type of things. It's niche. Yeah, it's niche. It's, yeah, you got Jay Z, you got Nas, you got Cole, you got Kendrick. You know, you got these guys who are talking about real life, and then you got Drizzy who's talking about strippers and money and all this other shit that's not real, but it's being. Absorbed yeah. by but young men at his tier, though in pop culture and everything, maybe it's also, the, maybe it is his real. It's his real, like, 
Maybe this is all he knows. He's yeah. been at the top so long. This is all he knows. Like he, th- this is what's real to him. It's just these same scenarios, yeah. these same, you know. Like again, I don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to be the dead horse. Me, yeah, I think I think we can go into end with like how people are like slut shaming. I mean, well, Brittany Renner has kind of become the villain over the couple past couple of weeks. I don't want to talk. You don't want to talk about Bruni? Let's not give her a bigger platform. I think it's like bigger, but go ahead. No, yeah, I well, I, what I wanted to jump on actually was the uh, the thing with Jordan Lucas. Oh has yeah, become yeah, a Karen big Sibble, yeah. like it's become a big yeah. thing. And as an indie artist, and I'm sure you can relate yeah. to this, and even just running this podcast, um, what you're approached at uh, with. More than anything, more than fan support, more than, you know, questions, more than what you're approached with more than anything are scammers. Yeah. People who are pretending to be like interested in investing in your work, uh, putting you out there, promoting you. And they're they're using smoke and mirrors to try to, uh, you know, basically con you out your money. Yeah. These and, and what's funny is. This isn't just like low level scam artists. These yeah. are a lot of a lot of these are well known artists, well known executives. Well, they will literally call your phone. They will hit your email up. They will DM you. Someone's running their Instagram. Yeah. They're DMing you saying, "Oh, you know, I'm trying to promote you. I, I'll add you to this mixtape. I'll add you to this promotion package or what." And it's all a scam. What it, what happened with Karen Silva and Jordan Lucas? Because I, so, I, 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 yeah, give me a brief so like background. Jordan, so he now. pretty much put it out there. Now that he's like an established artist, he said essentially, when I had nothing, I was literally an indie guy. I had nothing. I gave my last when my son was you know about to be born. I gave my last sixty thousand to you for a a whole promotional thing because he had a single that he wanted to put out there he wasn't he wasn't a big he had like three thousand twitter followers yeah at this point he wasn't a big th- a deal yet and so he put his money and his faith in in her what what's the service she so-called offers and yeah karen civils for those who don't know she deals with a lot of major artists she's a you know pretty major name um but basically nothing happened she like he and and when as he's as he's pressing her like trying to get like some updates or you know saying like hey what's going on i gave you the the money what's she pretty much brushed him off like she went on like as nothing's happening with his single being pushed uh she's like posting that she's on vacations and stuff so (laughs) in his eyes it's like you took my money you went went on on vacation vacation with my money while i you know i that was my last that was and and this is that's such a common story yeah it's a the industry is shady. It's a never meet your heroes kind of thing. Like these people, a lot of these people that get all the praise and they they have all the success or look like they have all the success. A lot of them are doing it off the backs of dreamers, like I, exploiting dreams. Because I don't know what, if Karen Civil is like guilty or whatever. Because I don't know she's it. been accused of a lot. Yeah. Nipsey got into it with her. Cameron just a, I think like a year ago or two years ago. Called her out for very similar things. That's that's crazy. She has a lot of accusations mm. for very for being basically a janky promoter. Because she's she works in PR, right? Yeah, and 
Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't want to like hold her over coals or whatever because I don't know the full information. But I fully agree with the whole that this is it's a the music industry is full of vultures and everybody's um looking to exploit your dream or exploit you trying to come up. Yeah. And so you just have to be really, really cognizant. You gotta be really, really uh smart about how you go about do it your research do your research and don't just take every opportunity presented to you especially whenever they're asking for money when they ask for money yeah. you should already have an eyebrow raised yeah, yeah definitely because whenever you're the talent you're the one bringing the stuff to the table yeah protect your dreams so you don't need to pay for anything yeah that's that's my look on it i mean i'm not gonna that's another podcast for another time yeah, i think that we do need to cover that yeah definitely yeah, it's definitely another podcast for another time which you want to normalize so we can get out of here because you know they they over here they got the boards up they're talking about wrap this thing up, um, oh, yeah, clap this off. <laughs> what you want to normalize? Real they quick. got the Sandman uh, cane. Um, I would say I would I want to say normalize communication mm-hmm. and the way that just too often we get so stuck in expecting people to. Think like we think, know what we want. And when we convince ourselves of things like that, then as we're not getting them from those people, now we create a, a, a narrative of them purposely, uh, perp- intentionally omitting uh, what we what they know we want. Yeah. Or, you know, just basically saying like, like, I'm not going to give you what I know you want. And, and without the communication, without, being able to just speak what you want instead of in expecting to see certain things like you could really create a rift between, you know, all over something that if you want something, be prepared to communicate it. Yeah. With like, don't just expect people to know that, you know, some things go without saying. I'm not saying that you should have to do that with everything. Some things go without saying, but a lot of things, surprisingly, like people can feel like they're doing a good service to you as a partner, as a friend, as a, and without you saying anything and setting either, either setting a boundary or making the need known you're cheating yourself and you're creating a narrative that's going to cause resentment. Mm. Yep. So communication, say what you want. I, and I personally, as a person, I sometimes I I can see in different levels of relationship. I can see the hints being thrown out hints, hints, hints. I don't reply to hints because if, if a person, if I feel like a person communicates through hints, I think that that's a toxic way of communicating. Yeah. They're always going to try to communicate. Exactly. And I'm a bite on, I'm a slippery slope person. If I bite on it now, then I'm, I'm, that's going to be the established method of communication. Exactly. So So you have to, you have to nip it in the bud. Say it. Use your big, use your big person words. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. Well, I don't have nothing to follow up after that. I'm not even going to try anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to try anymore. I just know whatever is good. It's good. We can end it on that. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, um, just to reiterate, everybody, like, comment, subscribe, you tell your friends, uh, it, make them love us or hate us or, you know, get involved in the discussion, get in those comments, Yeah, tell us what you, what you think or, you know, just push it forward, push it forward and there'll be more, so, yeah. Peace. Yeah, uh-huh. most definitely. Once again, we are the Humble Loser Podcast. We are your host, B.B. Hendricks. Jay Thurston. Till next time, people. Peace.